today on Transforming Lives. When they were arrested, the Bible says that in, in Acts chapter 4 verse 10, Peter said to, to the scribes and the Pharisees, this man was healed because of Jesus. You kill him and you crucify the Lord of glory. But there is no other name under heaven whereby people might be saved. Amen. So Peter was saying to, to the scribes and the Pharisees and the people that it is the name. Say the name. We have the right to use the name of Jesus. Welcome to Transforming Lives a media ministry of Harvest Intercontinental Church in Alexandria, Virginia. Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia is a multicultural, missions-oriented, disciple-making church with the purpose of sharing the gospel with as many people as possible in the Northern Virginia area and around the world. Please join Reverend Obadiah Swen for today's message. Hallelujah. The eight principle of healing that we gave you said that Jesus came to bear Jesus bore our sins and sicknesses in his body amen we gave you four reasons um, um, the first one is that Jesus came to heal and to the, uh, um, save and to heal the Bible tells us in Isaiah chapter 53 amen Jesus came to fulfill Isaiah promise we told you that the, the word that is used in Isaiah concerning uh, um, grief and, 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 and pain is the same word that is, was used everywhere else for sickness and pain. Amen. And Jesus came to take away that. The Bible also tells us that the curse was already, is already broken. Amen. And then Jesus on the cross declared it is finished. Amen. Everything that Jesus needed to pay for our sickness and our disease and our salvation was done on the cross. We do not have to pay any price anymore. Amen. You have been um, the price for your sickness uh, and your, I mean, the price that for your healing has already been paid. Amen. The price for, for, for salvation has already been paid. And you do not have to be sick. You do not have to be uh, I'm lost. You need to accept the sacrifice that Jesus paid. Amen. The last time we minister, we share with you on the ninth principle of healing, and that is healing in Jesus' name. Say it with me. Say healing, healing. in Jesus' name. Jesus name. Say it again. Say healing, healing. in Jesus' name. Jesus now, we told you in John chapter 14, verse 12 to 14, Jesus said, Most assuredly I say unto you, if you believe, he who, he who believes in me, the works that I do, shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go to my Father, and whatsoever you shall ask in my name, I will do it, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. We share with you four principles or reasons why healing is in Jesus' name. We said the multitudes were healed in the name of Jesus. That means the Bible tells us in Acts chapter 5, um, the disciples experienced great multitudes that were healed. I mean, Peter walk, walking, his shadow was, people were, sick people were placed in the street so that his shadow can pass over them for them to be healed. And they brought the people from all over the, the community to, to the disciples and they were healed. Amen. And so we, we see multitudes 
healed because of the name of Jesus. We also, the Bible tells us in Mark chapter 16, Jesus said, Go into all the world, preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes in me, if you um, shall lay their hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Amen. And then also we told you power and authority. Jesus gave us power and authority to heal the sick. In Acts chapter 1 verse 8, he said, You shall receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me. And then the last reason we gave you, the fourth reason, we said we need to activate the power and the authority in his name. And that to activate it is to know what is in the name. Amen. What Jesus has made available for us in his name. The Bible tells us, he said to us over and over, whatever you ask the Father in my name, I will do it. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Amen. So today, let's, let's catch on today. So today now we want to talk about Jesus commissioned us to heal the sick. We know healing is God's will. We know that God, Jesus came to break the curse. We know that Jesus is Jehovah Jared. We know that Satan is the, the, the source of sickness and disease. We know that healing is in the atonement. We know that we have the power and the right to use the name of Jesus. Now we need to step out in faith and do it. Say, say to your neighbor, say, step out, step out. in faith, faith and do it. Amen. Bill and Naki, just do it. Amen. Amen. Just do it. Amen. That's what Jesus is saying. Just do it. Amen. Hallelujah. We've been teaching you about healing now. Is You need to do it. Amen. This is how I see it. You need to believe God so that you can walk in divine health. And then you need to believe God so that you can reach out to heal those who are sick around you. Amen. So believe God for your healing. Walk in divine health. Make sure that you get the word of God in your spirit. I want to challenge you and encourage you. Go back to this series. You can go on our, our social media and you can listen to them over and over again. Listen to them. Get it in your spirit. Amen. This is not just good teaching. This is not just good words. These are living words that Jesus has given you. And I believe this is very crucial for this time that we are in. Amen. So get these words in your spirit. And then begin to exercise your faith into what God has already said. And then reach out and minister to people who are healed. Amen. You will not see people healed if you just uh, uh, um, not say anything or not do anything. You have to step out in faith. You say, Pastor Obi, what if I pray for people and they don't get healed? Well, you are not the healer. He is. You are a messenger. Amen. The post office don't say, what if the people don't receive the mail? All the post office, uh, uh, the, 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 the mailman has to do is to bring the mail. Amen. And so all you need to do is to give the word. Believe. Stand in faith. Lay your hands on the sick and they shall recover. I heard about um, Toy White. He said when, in his testimony, he said when he got born again, he heard about healing. And they told him about how Jesus wanted to heal. And he prayed, he went around all in the grocery store and everywhere. And he prayed for more than 700 persons before he saw the first person got healed. Now God is using him mightily all over the world to heal with mighty healing ministry. Amen. But he was determined. 
Amen. So I just want to challenge you. I'm going to just believe God and trust Him. You are not the healer. Say, say it with me. Say, I am not, I am not the, healer. the healer. He is. He is. Jesus is, Jesus is. The, healer. the healer. We are the messenger boys. Our messenger girls. Amen. Uh, you just do your part and He will do His part. Say hallelujah. Now, I want to share with us five reasons why we are commissioned. I will try not to be long tonight. Amen. But five basic reasons, and we're ending this series tonight. We'll pick it up. We'll teach about healing again, but for now, for this particular series, we're ending it tonight. And I want to share with you five basic reasons why we have been commissioned to heal the sick. Number one, praying in Jesus' name. Say it with me. Say praying in Jesus' name. Now, the, the, the passage that we read in Acts chapter 3, the Bible tells us that Peter and John was going to the temple to pray. And they saw this man at the temple, at the gate, and he was begging for alms. And Peter and John was walking into the temple. Now, I, I do believe that the Bible tells us that this man had been put at the temple for 38 years. I mean, he was, he, he, he been there for 38 years. So I believe Jesus passed by him. I believe several other people passed by him. I don't believe this was the first time Peter and John was passing by him. Okay? But I do believe that something clicked that day, that when Peter and John was passing by him that day, Peter recognized that they had power and authority in the name. And so Peter decided that they were going to step out in faith and put a demand on the name of Jesus. And that's what happened. And that's what will, needs to happen with us as we go about our daily life is to put a demand on God when we come in contact with people who are sick or even in our own lives when we face challenging situations, sickness and disease. We need to put a demand on God in the name of Jesus and come against that sickness and that disease. Amen. And that's what Peter and John did. The Bible tells us in um, John chapter um, 16 verse 22, Jesus said, whatsoever you ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. So I believe that revelation was quickened in Peter's spirit. Because Peter said to the man, look on us. And then he made this particular statement. He said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I have I gave to you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. Amen. Now, Peter said, silver and gold I do not have. Now, so many different people have thought about it. Some people say, well, Peter and the disciples were poor. I don't believe that because the Bible says that they had so much that there was no need. You just need to read Acts chapter 4. I mean, or uh, you will find out that they had so much that they, there was no need. I mean, in the church. I mean, in Acts chapter 6, the Bible says they had a, a um, food ministry that there was confusion because they were not being treated properly. So there was not, there was not a lack with the disciples. So I don't believe Peter was saying, I don't, I'm so poor, I don't have money. I mean, that's not, that's not what I believe. I believe at that time, Peter might not have had money on him. But Peter also knew 
that this man did not need money. He needed the power of God to heal him. Because had Peter given him a few dollars, he would still be crippled and still be at the temple. Hello? Amen. So sometimes we need to discern what, what the Spirit of God is saying and give people what. But this is what Peter said, and I want to bring you, bring it to you. Peter said, search that I have. Amen. So he said, silver and gold I do not have, but I have something. Search that I have, I gave to you. What? And then he said, in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. And later on, when the people came around, to find out after the man was healed, and they came around to find out, Peter made this comment. He said, men of, uh, uh, of Israel, why are you marveled at this? And why do you gaze on us as if by our own power or, pie, or, or, or holiness we have made this man to walk? Let it be known, okay, it is by the name of Jesus and faith in his name that made this man whole. So Peter was saying it has nothing to do with our holiness. It has nothing to do with our own name. It has nothing to do with our own power. It is faith in the name of Jesus. Amen? Say faith in the name of Jesus. Amen? We need to recognize the power and the authority that has been given to us. And so we need to know that it is, we have the right to pray in the name of Jesus and expect to see the power of God displayed and people healed and people uh, um, experience great um, grace. Amen? And so that's what Peter and John did. They, 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 he, 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 he did not take the credit. He put it back on Jesus because it was Jesus and faith in the name of Jesus that caused the man. And then later on, when they were arrested, the Bible says that in, in Acts chapter 4 verse 10, Peter said to, to the scribes and the Pharisees, this man was healed because of Jesus. You kill him and you crucify the Lord of glory. But there is no other name under heaven whereby people might be saved. Amen. So Peter was saying to, to the scribes and the Pharisees and the people that it is the name. Say the name. name. We have the right to use the name of Jesus. The disciples understood that. That's why they experienced great success. They believed it. They took it literally. They exercised their faith with it. And they walked in it. And they experienced the power and the grace of God. And we need to do the same. We need to believe when, when the Bible tells us that when, 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 when Peter and John were let go after they were arrested by the scribes and Pharisees and threatened not to say the name again or not to mention the name of Jesus, Peter said to the scribes and the Pharisees, if we must obey God, uh, um, you rather than God, you judge, but we will not, uh, 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 we will not, we will, we will, will not refuse to say and to do that which we have, God has spoken to us. In essence, what Peter was saying, what God has revealed to us, we will have to continue to say it. And the Bible says they went back to the, 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 the church. And what they did, they didn't go back to the church and cry and murmur. The Bible says they went back to the church and they prayed. 
They ask God. And I like it. Acts chapter 4, verse 29. In fact, let's turn it. I want you to see it because sometimes it's good to, to see what, what God is saying. Acts chapter 4, verse 29. They were treading in verse 20, 29. They said, Now, Lord, look on their treads and grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word by stretching out your hand to heal and that signs, wonders, and miracles may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. And the Bible says, And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaking, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they spoke the word of God with boldness. Amen. Verse 33 says, And with great power the apostles gave witness to the resurrection of Jesus Christ, and great grace was upon them all. Amen. You see, you see, the, the Bible is telling us that they did not scream, they did not um, hide, but they prayed for boldness. They pray for strength. They pray for God to stretch his hands, to heal the sick, and to cast out devils. And the, the, the Bible says God manifested himself by the power of God, shook the place, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And they went out preaching the word of God with boldness. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Amen. In Mark chapter 16, verse 20, the Bible says God confirmed the word. Amen. Jesus confirmed the word. When we step out in faith, Jesus will confirm his word that we speak. Amen. And we need to believe and trust him. Second reason why we need to, uh, 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 why we are commissioned to heal the sick. Amen. There is power in the name of Jesus. And we need to be understand and recognize the power that is behind the name. You see, every time we mention the name of Jesus, the Bible tells us every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. Amen? And when we, when we mention the name, the Bible says in heaven, in earth, and under the earth. Amen? So every name in heaven stand at attention at the mention of Jesus' name. Now Paul said it, uh, in, 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 I mean Hebrew, in, in Hebrews he said, when God elevated Jesus and gave him a name above every name, it does not mean that God gave Jesus a name above God's name. I mean, that's not what it is. I mean, the Bible tells us when you look at the Trinity, they are, uh, 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 they have the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. So we're not saying that Jesus' name is above every name, so his name is above God, because God is the one who elevated him. Amen? And so what we need to understand, but every name in heaven sends our attention to Jesus. Every name on earth stands at attention and must bow to Jesus. And every name under the eye, that is every name in, in hell, are the devil and all his demons, and the principalities and powers, and his ranking demons must bow to the name of Jesus. So when you mention, like I said to you the last time we ministered, when you mention the name of Jesus, 
It's as if Jesus himself is standing there doing the work. Amen. You are invoking the power that is in the name. The authority that is in the name. Amen. All of heaven, all of the resources of heaven comes to your aid when you mention the name of Jesus. Say hallelujah. We have been given the authority to, uh, um, the commission to heal the sick. We are God's plan, a, a solution to the heightened and the pain that is in this world. And we are the one who's supposed to answer the call. The church has been made the center of healing. And we are the one to step out and trust God that God will do his work in and through us. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 21, the Bible says God lifted Jesus to the place and seated him at his own right hand far above principalities and power. I told you the last time I said when, the, when, the, when God talks about far, he's not talking about one feet, two feet, two inches, three inches. No, far in uh, Isaiah, he said as far as the heavens are from the eye. Amen. So far are my ways from your ways and your thoughts. I mean, just think about it. How far is from here to the heavens? I mean, you know, um, <laughs> before I, uh, I, the first time I got in the plane, I mean, I knew that the, the Bible talks about several different heavens, right? And, um, and, you know, they got the first heaven, second heaven, and you know, right, this cloud right above you is just the first. But it got so many different. So the first time I flew, and, you know, when I got in the plane, and we went above the cloud, and I looked up, and there was a <laughs> And the distance seems to be as far as, Amen. So when God says as far as the heavens, um, God is not talking about just this right cloud here that the plane can reach to. Amen. He's talking about how far he is. Amen. And so we need to understand that the, there is no uh, 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 match concerning where God has lifted Jesus compared to uh, um, the works of darkness and sickness and disease. The problem with the church most of the time is that we are fearful. We don't know who we are. And because we don't know who we are, we don't take steps of faith to believe God, to experience the grace and the power of God. I pray that these words that we've been challenging and teaching, amen, I will come into your heart that you will, you will believe the word of God. You will go in and check yourself. Check the, the scriptures yourself. The Bible says the Berean Christian went back after Paul preached to them. They searched the scriptures and they saw it was true. Search the scriptures and know that it is true. And then take the words and, 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 and believe it. Stand on it, meditate and let it get into your spirit and begin to exercise it. Say hallelujah. Amen. The Bible tells us God exalted Jesus' name above every name. So every time we mention the name of Jesus, just know that Jesus himself is there. He has given us the right to use his name. And so when he sent us to heal the sick, he gave, he's the one who has given us the authority. Amen. You see, the, 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 the way that you would need to understand authority is if you look at the police officer. The police officer have both power and authority. 
power is his gun. I mean, if you, sh you take this gun and pull the trigger, that's power. Authority, if he's stopped behind you and he has his badge, that's his authority. Amen. As long as you see the badge on the police officer, you know that he represents the government. And maybe you may, you may think that you are bigger than him or what have you, but you have to recognize the authority of the badge. Now, the president of the U.S. or the president of the country has authority. He doesn't have power. He has authority because he doesn't have a gun, he doesn't have a machine. But the army he commands has the power. Amen. And so we need to understand when Jesus gave us authority and power, he gave us the right to command or make a demand on heaven so that heaven can bring to bear the things that we, ask, we are asking for. Amen. We need to recognize that Jesus uh, uh, has given us the authority. Thank you for spending this time with us. We do not like to end our broadcast without giving you the opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. The Bible says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Friends, if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Friends, we are excited that you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. We would like to send you some free materials to help you grow in your Christian faith. This has been a presentation of Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia. Please join us at one of our services on Sunday at 11 a.m. Contemporary Worship, Wednesday at 8 p.m. Bible Study, and Friday at 8 p.m. Intercessory Prayer. For more information about Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia, and how you can partner with us, please visit our website at Harvester.